With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. This is a podcast called 25 Whistles Talking Football And they all wear a whistle, yeah, it's stupid But what did you expect? It's a podcast called 25 Whistles 25 Whistles Alright, blow it! Thank you very much. 25 Whistles presented by DraftKings Fantasy Sports. Check out what DraftKings has to offer this season with the code Bobby Sports because life's more fun when you're in on the action. DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void or prohibited. See DraftKings.com for details. Boom. A uh, lot to talk about. Two big games. I got to watch them both in their entirety, which is nice because usually I feel guilty if I'm just spending eight hours, nine hours watching games and I do nothing with my wife. Ah, uh, yeah. I can't imagine it, kids. Oh, no, I just tell them heads up, like, I'm going to be watching. You guys can join if you want. And they usually do. For the most part, the kids watch with me. So that's, dude, that's huge. When you have kids, the wife looks at that and says, oh, they're having bonding time. That's good. Do they want to watch? Yeah, most of the time. I mean, I think third quarter, they start getting a little, you know, like uh, distracted. Then they go play, and then they come back to the end of the game. Well, Chiefs won. I also bet Chiefs money line before the game. I put like 250, won like 800 or something, which felt pretty good. Dang. Never really felt like the Chiefs weren't going to win that game. No, they were in control the whole time. To be the man, you got to you got to beat, beat the man. man. They said that during the game in a almost like a, a not the same words, but it was like if you want to be a champ, you got to beat the champ. And I'm like, oh, right, close guys, you almost uh, got it. Ric Flair is the guy that would say it. That's where I get it from. Oh, oh, you didn't to make be that the up. man, you got to beat the man. Woo! <laughs> and I am the man. So, Ric Flair was awesome. He's more awesome to me now than he was to me when I was a kid. Why? Because he's still doing it? Nope. Because he would just wear tights and he had long, like blondish gray hair. So like he, looked, he always looked old and he didn't wear anything cool and he wasn't ripped. Like there was nothing about Ric Flair <laughs> except for what he would do off and out of the ring. Like high flying, mother lion. I'm to die, you know, yeah. that stuff. But when he wrestled, there was just nothing to him except he was like a legendary wrestler. He was a good wrestler. But I liked gimmicks and stuff when I was a kid. I watched Iron Claw the other night. Watched it. I saw it in theater. Is it, is it streaming? Oh. oh, my God. So I saw it in theater, but it's just funny you bring up Ric Flair because he's a pretty big piece in that, especially like the back half of that movie. Yeah. And surprisingly, I don't know if it's... Is it Mike? Nah. Uh, be careful. No, I'm not going to say it. I'm just saying like it didn't... It, what I picture Ric Flair... Back in the 80s mm-hmm. was not the reality. So just to your point, I'm saying like now I feel like, I mean, I wasn't alive back then, but I feel like now it's more, he's more relevant and cooler than ever. But yeah, it's that cool sense? now because his gimmick then is like fictional cooler now. I feel like he's such like a, like then he was something, right? Like, oh, I don't know. He was cocky. He was loud. He's in your face, trash talker. But now he's like an, older dude but he's still kind of that like i feel like you would find him in the corner of a bar like you'd walk into an empty bar and there'd be five dudes laughing and he'd be in the middle like telling stories like he almost died yeah like in the last that was what, four years ago probably four or five yeah. years yeah Ow. heart attack maybe? something wow what i what my uh mild recollection is something to do with your body kind of giving up after years of abuse of just drinking and also the life of a wrestler there's that bar thing not too far off then well, they actually have nothing. Picture, man, in the bar. But anyway, Mahomes is awesome. I felt bad for Lamar Jackson just because 
They you, tried so hard. They did, and their season was awesome. It's just, what are you going to do with Patrick Mahomes? And Kelsey had an awesome game. And the wide receivers caught the ball. Yeah. That third and uh, maybe four or fourth and four, or whatever it was, that last play where they threw it and uh, Valdez Scantling made that pass falling, catching mm-hmm. it in his chest. Mm-hmm. Regular season, that had bounced off his head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it did, or he'd just miss it straight yeah. up. <laughs> and he caught, I mean, Andy Reid balls, he goes for it in those situations, threw it down the field, makes the catch, game's over, the end. Kansas City wins again. On the road, two games on the road. Like, he is aw- you know, I try to not let the hyperbole of maybe he's the new greatest quarterback of all time. Maybe he has a chance to catch Tom Brady. We're always looking to replace Michael Jordan with Kobe, with LeBron, with next man up, right? Mm-hmm. We're always looking to replace uh, Joe Montana with Tom Brady, with Patrick. Mo- but it's like, it's real. If he wins this Super Bowl, that's quicker than Brady won his. He's getting there. Yes, he's not there, but... Brady won three before he ever lost a playoff game. But it doesn't matter. He's won two. And he's lost how many? And he's lost... Well, he lost the Super Bowl. But he got... Lost a playoff game both to Brady. So his two losses in the playoffs are... Guess who? Brady. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, old Brady. What if Brady's son comes and takes Mahomes (laughs) down? That'd be awesome. Later. That would be cool. That'd be so cool. Yeah, Mahomes is just so good. No, he's amazing. It's crazy that they couldn't win in college at Texas Tech. Yeah. That he didn't win. They didn't win. That team didn't win. With what was an NFL coach, Cl- Cliff, Cliff, Cliff. Yeah. yeah, and Patrick Mahomes. I think, and Mike, you might look up the record because I'm just going by memory. I think it was a, around 500 this senior year. Maybe a game under or something like that, like five and six or whatever it was. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Heck, Tom Brady didn't really start until he wasn't even, he wasn't even the guy. guy. Yeah. yeah, He True. was the guy later, but he wasn't, it, it was never supposed to be him. You never know. In college. I well, mean, mostly Brock you know. Purdy. Mostly you know, but sometimes when you never, when you don't know, that's when it's really surprising. Yeah. Brock Purdy looked, by the way, Brock Purdy looked real good. Mm. And they kept going, he's not the best athlete, and he'd break off like a 25-yard yeah. run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> even like, they talk about Josh Allen, you know, like, oh, you know, no one no one even knew who he was in college. And then now you look like, no, they knew who he was. Well, he and, didn't get, I don't think he got one offer, or like no offers. Right. So... Again, those are the ones when you did know. They didn't know. But most times they know. Like, look at the other guys. They're all first-round picks. All the other seven quarterbacks in that final last week, all seven of the others were first-round picks, most of them number one. Yeah, even Josh Allen was still a first-round pick. Yes. So he was kind of known. Yeah. My point. At that point. But they're saying he wasn't known going into college. No, yeah. And he also came from a small college. Right, right. And he played for Wyoming. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he was such a project even when he came to the NFL. Yeah, I mean, remember the first couple years, you're like, "Eh, I don't know if it's going to work. Mike, did you, you see Texas Tech's record with Mahomes? I think his best season was seven and five. Ugh. Barely bowl eligible. Isn't that crazy? The best possible, for sure, the best quarterback now. Yeah. Probably top, I would say top 10 all time now. Yeah. And really in the race to be top three all time. And if he gets a couple breaks, could be up there with Brady. Did you see him take that tackle where his knees bent and he went backwards and still didn't even hit the ground? Do you see that? Mahomes. Mahomes. Uh-huh. That, that was unbelievable. I was like, oh, well, he's out. He's done. Nope, we got right back up. I didn't see that one. I saw that second game, which was a good game because the Lions jumped out and jumped out hard. Fast. They were up 17 points at half. And that Brandon Ayuk ball, they hit the guy in the face mask, bounced, bounced. up. That was like, that's the play that put him in the Super Bowl. That was a insane. Lucky, I guess <laughs> Bless you. Like, he says, thank you. <laughs> no one said anything. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> And they played well the second half, but they had to come back from a 17-point deficit. But you have to have some breaks and take oh, yeah. advantage of the breaks, and yeah. that was a break. Yeah. That was crazy. Hit him right in the face mask, bounced up. Brandon Oaks sees it, dives, doesn't get the touchdown. Is that on like the one or the two? Yeah. Touched him. Question. Mm-hmm. You know they threw a flag on that play? They wanted to call P.I. Do you think if he didn't catch it, they call that P.I.? Because they took the flag back after he caught it. Offensive? Defensive. Because then they talked about it on the broadcast, and they were saying... They're both going for the ball, so it was the right call. But I couldn't help but to think they threw the flag, then he caught it, and then after they talked, so you're saying it it wouldn't have mattered if he caught it or not, in your opinion? Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that they picked it up because it's just a great play. We don't talk about that, Mm -hmm. but there's a little part of me when I was thinking, you know what? I think they picked it up because he caught it. So in your mind, either way, that play would have been at the spot where it was, right? And no chance it was offensive interference. No. 
Because he was the corner was like coming back towards him. Was the ball underthrown? It must have been the, the bounce corner off was of falling the... backward though. Oh yeah. Or maybe they were fighting or no yeah. no shot of offensive, no. Okay, well I don't know. I didn't see, I, okay. I didn't even see the flag. I did see the play and I was like, dang, I bet that comes back to be something fun we talk about forever. And then it turns out they wind up winning the freaking game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Between that and the Lamar catching his own pass. That was awesome. Did you see that one, Eddie? Yeah, I did. I did. I saw that one too. It's pretty neat. We both saw that one. That's cool. Man. <laughs> I wanted the Lions to win. I really did. You did? I did. I mean, as a Cowboys fan, obviously, I hate the 49ers, but, like, I just wanted that line story to follow through all the way through to the end. And then, I mean, you look at those fans. But they, had, but they had it, too, right? I mean, they yeah. did. They it's had that not game. that they were overmatched. It, it's not that they didn't have the talent. They just, what, he went fourth down three times? Yeah. On that third, maybe the second one, I thought to myself, okay, I'm going to admit this on the show tomorrow if I'm wrong, but I would kick a field goal here. And so it was, like, fourth and three, and my mind was they're going to get it, and then I'll have to come and be like, you know what? I was wrong. But I would have kicked a field goal to go up three scores at that mm-hmm. one point. And they mm-hmm. didn't. And they got no, he's known, he's known for going for it. And like, then, dude, you got to swallow that. You got to swallow next, that. The next player, a couple plays later, was with the Ayuk one. Yeah. And oh, Gibbs fumbled. That was bad. Ooh, yeah. Terrible. That was, bad. that was tough. I mean, the rookies took it hard. You know, Gibbs fumbled. That was pretty bad. That was a turning point. And then Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, two big fumbles by rookies. But even Josh Reynolds, a couple drops for the Lions. Big drops. Big drops. Yeah. Like a for sure first down right in the gut. Yeah. And I watched him walk off, and Dan Campbell was cool. He was like, hey, man, hang in there. I mean, hit him right in the gut. Nobody on him mm-hmm. on a third down. Yeah, that's Lions had it. The Lions had it. They, lo- they lost it. San Francisco played well enough that if Detroit screwed up enough, they could win the game, and they did. Yeah. Re- my, my wife in the third quarter goes, wow, Chiefs, Chiefs, Lions. It's going to be a cool Super Bowl. And I'm like, whoa, 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 game's not over. We have like a quarter and a half left. She's like, no, they're up by two touchdowns. <laughs> Watch this. Did you ever feel like it was over? Nope. Me neither. Never. Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah, at all. Only because of the legacy of the Lions. Yeah. It's like when I'm watching an Arkansas game, it's never over, even if we're up. I know, dude. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's Kentucky. Okay. No, I'm talking about any sport. Ever. Oh, okay. okay, okay. In, anything. Yeah, well, I wasn't talking about that game. Yeah, no, yeah. no. Right. I did see Muss on the uh, game day. They were at Arkansas. They were. Yeah. That's cool. And we played Kentucky pretty good. We're just not very. I, I'm okay with us not being very good this year, I guess. I don't like it, and it's not fun for me. But if you would have said, hey, in five years, you're going to go to two Elite Eights in a Sweet 16 and have one bad year, um, would you take that? Yeah. That's fair. So I just okay. have to look at it kind of like that because this is definitely not a good year. We could still somehow shape up and. Win the SEC tournament? Probably not, but I would love to see that happen. I always have hope, hope and faith. But um, yeah, I'm okay. Don't worry about me, guys. I'll, don't send food over. I'll, well, we thought about it. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna come over. Yeah, don't <laughs> Just show up. <laughs> hey, Reed, did you watch any games? No, the uh, the night we were gonna watch a game, the girlfriend wanted to watch uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, so that's what we watched. <laughs> oh, is there a new Charlie and the Chocolate Factory or something? No, it's the old one. What? The? We went and saw Wonka in the movie theater, and so the next night we we watched Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> Did you tell her it was the game before the Super Bowl, and that you're on a show? I had it pulled up on my phone, not the game, but just the stats. I was refreshing. To see. Yeah. So. Did you bet it? Uh, no, I didn't bet that. I bet basketball. Ended up losing. Oh, good. So you don't watch you watch anything? No, just Charlie. You know what's a good boyfriend? Because you had to drive and travel to see your girlfriend. Yeah, it was an important important weekend. So, so okay. you drove mm. back this morning? Yep. So I drove. I left around seven thirty last night. Stayed at her sister's boyfriend's place in Memphis. Got there around one, and then left around her sister's boyfriend's place yeah did you know this guy yeah 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 he's you met him before yeah okay. yeah he's a good dude and so um and then i left around 6 30 this morning and just got here right before we started you tired a little bit but i'm making it through man did you bet the parlay that i said to bet we hit it again no i didn't no i didn't we're on a streak unlike any other mm-hmm. i know it's freaking two, amazing two two week two. streak Hey, who, it's just a long time. Mm. Long, I, I like long to, like, streak. Say, hey, we're 14 in a row. <laughs> Days. Without oh. right, yeah, there, <laughs> we like, there we go. All right, let's tittle tattle. Let's go. It's time for the stupidest name ever. It's the tittle tattle with kickoff. Continuing on the games here, do you feel like the Chiefs won the AFC Championship or the Ravens lost it? Oh, yeah, the Chiefs won it. I mean, the Ravens had to press at the end a bit. Chiefs are... I don't know if you guys have ever heard this saying, but to be the man, you got to beat the man. No, never heard it. Uh-huh. And no, Buffalo can't beat the man. The Ravens can't beat the man. 
and the man's Patrick Mahomes with his sidekick, Travis Kelsey. But the defense <laughs> is really good, right? I think Mahomes is getting a lot of credit because he's awesome, but the, that Kansas City defense is strong. And so I do think that the Ravens had three turnovers. Two of them were in the second. I mean, they were pressing. They were having to make some some dicey decisions to try to make things happen late. Ray, do you remember, right? What was your favorite play of the game? Yeah, um, I was actually just thinking in my head that you asked if I bet on the game, and I was like, I said no, but I just thought I did, actually. Oh. I, did a, I did a parlay. The um, one that I said to do? No, it was a oh. different one. Okay. I still lost, though. But oh. yeah. but I won, though. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Reed. Reed. Thanks, Reed. <laughs> yeah, see you guys. Yeah, oh, go ahead. <laughs> that's it. No. Reed's got it. Yeah. <laughs> Second question here. After another subpar performance from the playoffs, what is your takeaway from Lamar this season? He's going to be the MVP. He deserves to be the MVP. He didn't get hurt all year. That's crazy. He was two, three, four games out the last few seasons. That's why they were like, I don't know if we can sign him. Something new for Lamar. Yeah. Um, AFC Championship game stats, not great. They did win around. Good for them. That's good, right? But it's not. I think this team this year was ready. It was, they, it was Super Bowl or bust to be satisfied. But he threw for, what, 3,600 yards, um, 24 touchdowns, seven interceptions. He ran almost 1,000 yards. He's... Got four more years in his prime, probably. Three to four more years in his prime. And then three to four more years of being really good. But it sucks they lost this year to them. This was their year. Everything about this year. So Lamar's, if he stays healthy, he's as good as anybody else. And he was this year better. MVP. Did did you feel like, kind of going back to the game even, did you feel like they tried to use him too much with his arm? Like almost to prove a point? Because they had, I I saw 16 carries total, and they averaged five yards a carry. But they... Hardly ran the ball. When I start questioning the coaching, I, I have a check-in with myself because just anything, not even this. And I'm like, why aren't they? And then I go, hey, Bobby, I'm like, what's up? <laughs> You're watching this on TV from home. Why? Know, uh... Well, because I really wasn't good enough to play at this level. Yeah, yeah, right. So, uh-huh. But why didn't you become a coach? Well, I didn't want to. But you, maybe, though, do you think if you, you could, would have coached, you could, well, maybe, but you didn't, though, right? No. And who knows more about the players, the personnel, the people that, than the coaches? There, well, they do. Okay, then shut up. That's kind of the conversation I have with myself. <laughs> you, you barbecue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you barbecue? barbecue? Yeah, it's right. like barbecue. Coaching's like barbecue, and everybody does it. No, it's not. <laughs> you guys will hear about that later. Yeah. Do you think, though, that any coach looks is playing in the AFC Championship and like trying to prove a point other no. than just by winning the game? Right. It's probably based on personnel matchups and – Lamar, who knows what he's checking out of? Who know, I, no, I didn't have that thought. I try to okay. keep myself from those thoughts and second guessing coaching because I'm not there and I don't know. Smart of you. I, I, tr- I know. It's <laughs> easy to do. Don't. I know. I know. <laughs> After his historic second half comeback, do you think Brock Purdy has shut his doubters up? For a week, well, for two weeks, it's a great game. He played really, really well. He threw for 267, a touchdown interception, rushed for 50 yards. Those, those runs were huge. Mm-hmm. They came at perfect times and they were long. I'm not sure if he had. I don't know how many rushes they credited him with, but he had two that were like around 20, 25 yards. Mm-hmm. They were game changers. The one where he busted up the middle, he ran through, and then it was just wide open. I mean, he looked like an athlete. And they're like, well, it's not that athletic. But he's athletic enough to actually hurt him with your legs if you give him the chance to do so. He also threw it well. So the one pick, when was the pick? In the first half. The line's the linebacker right in the middle oh, of the field. Yeah, and they that's scored right. on that. That was yeah. a big play. That was a big play. Um, yeah, I think Brock Purdy played really well because the Lions are a really good defense. Mm-hmm. I think Brock Purdy's a really good quarterback. And people now, I think, that hate on him like the clicks. Because I think he's shown he's real. He's actually good. Yeah, he's got weapons, but so did freaking Joe Montana. Jerry Rice. Roger Craig. Okay. You want to go through? <laughs> no, I was testing you to see if you knew more. John yeah. Taylor. Dallas Clark. <laughs> Tom Rathman. We could keep going. Ronnie Lott. <laughs> the safety? Yeah, man. You never knew. <laughs> Charles Haley. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody. All right. Who else? What else? All right. Last one. Facing criticism for his decision to not kick a field goal in the fourth quarter. Do you think Dan Campbell made the wrong decision? No, because he was consistent. I think for me, it it felt weird if he was like one time he did and didn't one time. I, I liked that he was consistent with it. Yeah. It was wrong every time. Yeah. Like it. it let me say that again. It didn't work out the way they had hoped, 
but I do enjoy consistency because it also lets your team know that you believe in them. They had been more successful than not over the year by that. But yes, that there were there's twice where I was like, God, I would kick a field goal. But then I'm like, Bobby, what's up? Have you been coaching for how long? <laughs> this conversation? Yeah, again? yeah, I have it all the time. I have had a lot of different things. So it did not work out. I did at one point disagree, like I said, but I did like it that he was consistent. And I think those guys love him. And I think he was real honest after, too. He was like, I told the guys, this may be the only shot we have at it. Yeah. So I like Dan Campbell. It took me a second. It took me a second not to like him, but to li- but to understand that's really who he was. Not just a fun fireworks show for a minute. Yeah. Because some of those raw, raw guys, yeah. you know, you hear it once or twice. But I think his players really believe in him. Yeah. Um, so Lions had a great season. I know it's not really what they wanted. But I think if you asked him, they'd do this again. The exact same way. Just get a little better. And they did. Get a little farther. And they did. So congratulations to the Lions. But to be the man, you got to beat the man. All right, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I saw the they opened up as a point and a half underdog. I don't know what it is now, but San Francisco was a point and a half favorite. Oh, wow. I haven't even looked at that. I'm still licking my wounds from... Sunday. You are? <laughs> yeah, Why did man. You texted us yesterday and you said Brock Purdy is making you mad. Yeah, just Why? Be, because, I mean, he keeps proving me wrong. Oh, okay, I'm a hater. Okay, okay. Oh, I, I've always been fair. a Brock hater, Purdy hater. Yeah, and, man, yeah. he just like he just got better and better as the game went on. And people love that when he has a bad game, they go in hard on him. Yeah. But every quarterback has a – Peyton Manning, the, the year they won their last Super Bowl, had – it was terrible. Like, there, a lot of – all quarterbacks – Tom Brady had playoff games that were not good where the defense had to save him. But boy, you get Brock Purdy one bad game. Mm-hmm. He sucks. <laughs> it's at one right now. It's at one. Mm-hmm. All right. Tittle tattle over. Thank you. Stupidest name ever. It's the tittle tattle with kickoff. 25 whistles presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings app. Use the code Bobby Sports to get in on the action. We're just hitting parlays. That's what we do on this show. <laughs> We're just hitting parlays. Chiefs money line. Hey, it took some balls to pick. Yeah. I could have taken the points, but I didn't. Because to be the man, you got to beat the man is what I always say. So as a win, 49ers money line. I did worry about that in a little bit. But at the same time, I also had the Lions plus seven and a half. So I hit them both. Mm-hmm. I, I was in that one that little was window. That was personally for That's you. a personal yeah, one yeah, bet, yeah. yeah. Well, because it got when it hit seven and a half before the game, that's when I took it. I wasn't going to bet it at seven. But if they're going to give me an extra half point, let's go. And so I did. <laughs> but when it was 10, I was a little worried there at the end. Uh, and then Mahomes over 239. He, he threw for 241. It was Ooh, literally crazy. the last pass. Yeah, it's crazy. It was crazy. So we won, baby. Let's go. We're on a hot streak. <laughs> if you want to take the 25 Whistles Parlay, you can check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, use the code Bobby Sports when you download the app. 21 and up in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text hope and 467 At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. 
you'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C. And trending topics on social media. As well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Guys, I got myself into, I'm not going to say trouble. Uh Uh-oh. But, and I just got a notice saying one of them was delivered to the house. So if you get on TikTok, and I'd sent you guys little videos, oh, yeah. I didn't even know what it was. <laughs> what is this? Yeah. And I'd always scrolled by and I'm like, what are they selling? Because they would never show anybody's face. It would just show like boxes. And so it stayed boxes on. Boxes and hands. Yeah. And, and a <laughs> sign-up sheet. <laughs> yeah. So it was like, hey, pay 30 bucks and you can pick a team. And so I thought you pay 30 bucks and you just get whatever helmets from that team. I didn't realize it was like a lottery. They were only opening three boxes. But 32 teams have been bought. So it's like 32 times 30. So you have $900 or whatever. But they give away three helmets. They don't know what's in the boxes. The boxes come sealed. I didn't realize that until all the teams were filling up. And I was like, I just paid this money. And I got like a 1 in 10 chance. This is stupid. How much money did you put in? 35. 39. Something. $39? Yes. Okay, that's not. That's great. Okay. Okay, so but you're saying thirty five hundred for yeah, me too. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh God, I'd be freaking out. Thirty nine dollars. You say it's great, but but twenty six people don't win. Right. Right. Hey man. Dang. That's, that, that's right. the game. That's the game. But but you're going for these signed helmets. I didn't realize it was like a lottery, which makes me not want to do it all the time now. I didn't. I thought if I could just buy them, I'd be like, eh. so I was like, I'll go in, whatever. And so I picked the. Um, there were only like two teams left. One of them was the stupid commanders. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, I'll take the commanders. They opened the goddamn box, and guess what it is? Brian Robinson signed commander helmet. Yeah. <laughs> the helmet's sick, too. I think it's in my house today. <laughs> so I won, and I'm like, what? I thought everybody won, then when I realized they did, and I was like, I just pissed away $40. And then I won the signed helmet. He running back for the commanders. So I was like, this is crazy. I got to do it again. <laughs> and I told my wife, and I said, this is what's going on. And... It was like 42 bucks for the second one. And I said, I'm going to buy two teams. She was like, we have to watch this the whole time? Because they don't go until it's full. Yeah, how long does that take? Dude, like 20 minutes one time. <laughs> but she was with me. And so I bought the Titans. Okay. Nice. And I bought them pretty early. Now that I understood the rules. And I bought the Bears. And so they opened three boxes. And in each box, there was a jersey and a helmet, but they didn't go to the same team. So they pull out the first jersey, Mike Singletary signed Bears jersey. Wow. Oh. I freaking won again. What? what? That's amazing. I'm like, what? Is, and she's like, what? I said, Mike Singletary. He's awesome. She goes, whatever, you're just saying that because you won. Because she was like, you're just wasting money. Whatever. So they open up like the last one, and it's a Houston Oilers helmet. And I'm like, that's the Titans. Because like, Oilers were the Titans. Yeah. I said, please don't yeah, say yeah. they were the Texans because they weren't. And he goes, Warren Moon signed official oh helmet. My. What on earth? He said, Houston Oilers. So this goes to the Titans. I won a Warren Moon helmet, a Mike Singletary signed jersey, and then the helmet I'd already got. So <laughs> what? So I'm like 130 bucks in, and I've got two helmets, one that's one. And I was like, Warren Moon. My wife said, you're, you're exaggerating. Warren Moon. Who, no, I, come on. Like, I was like, you don't never heard because he's older. Like, he's awesome. Yeah. And so she's like, really? And I was like, yes, I can't believe I won. And she's like, I bet everybody wins. Because she wasn't watching like I was. Because she was just like, a, we're waiting for to watch a show. And I'm like, okay, so I couldn't. I was three for three. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Let's go one more. So I got, so the next day I'm on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> and I get on it. I'm like, I'm going to do one more and hit again. I didn't hit. Oh, and I was wow. like, okay, I'm back to back to reality. <laughs> Paid your taxes. Yes. Yeah. So I'm like 170 bucks in. I got a Singletary jersey. Two helmets. It's awesome. All signed. And before I get off, I'm like, let's just go one more time. And it was one of those where there's a jersey and a helmet in each one, and they're all different. And I get in kind of early, and I'm like, I'm going Cincinnati. Draw something. uh, Chargers. And the last thing they pull is a Jamar Chase signed jersey. What? I want a Jamar Chase signed jersey. Oh, my God. 
Dude, what on earth? You won four things? I had to pay 40 bucks. Ah, that's, that's dirt cheap. I know. That's dirt cheap. What are we doing with these things? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I have nothing to do with them. We got to start a sports bar or something. Dude, I have, I have Mike Singletary, Jamar Chase, jerseys coming yeah. in. Warren Moon. And the Commanders. And the Brian Robinson, the running back Commanders helmets coming in. So you sent me the video of the Commanders when I'm like, that's just a random helmet. Yeah. <laughs> like, didn't know you're a Commanders fan. Didn't know you're a Brian Robinson fan. <laughs> I had no idea what this was. I know. I just picked a freaking team. It was the last one up. Or like there were like two left, like the Panthers and the Commanders. That's crazy. That's so Is it the same? Is it new people each time? Okay. Yeah, because because imagine being like you're on that like you're four times and then this this guy wins four times. Oh in a row, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you yeah. don't win once, dude. I'd be. So oh, I got pissed. two of them in the same time though. The single turn, the Warren Moon were in the same. The same. They call it a break. Did anybody say anything? Same like, break. What the? <laughs> they well, yes and no. Um, the guy he write he writes your name down on a piece of paper, like in a marker, and he goes, "Oh, Bobby Bones," and then everybody's like, "Bobby Bones in here? No way!" The real Bobby. So that thing kind of took over okay. more so than people were like pissed. That I won too. But dude, like I want to do it right now. Those people ever show their faces or is it just their hands? No, and I thought about asking for a face, but then I thought that sounded like creepy. Yeah, it's a little weird. <laughs> you see how that comes off a little weird. Asking yeah. for a face. Can I see your face, well, like, please? Can I, can I see your I mean, I did think about that. I was like, what do you guys look like anyway? <laughs> yeah. And face one, and feet. And then uh, one guy was like, man, I got to. So this is another one. This is. They're on right now? Dude, they're, it's constant. There's tons of people doing it. Can we can we all go in on one right now? Uh, yeah, let me see what they're selling. If it's forty bucks, we all do ten yeah, bucks. Yeah, yeah. I'm in. This is college football serial number break NFL football. Forty six dollars. I don't know what they're giving away here. Let's I see. heard Lionel Messi. I want that. Did you? Yeah, I heard college football. That's all I heard. So it says break 537 Panini. Those are cards. I don't know what it is. A lot of energy in that room. <laughs> it says solo edition. Give yourself a shot to hit those massive QBs. If you don't have, a, if you do not have a spot in here, you can't hit it. NFL football serial number break. I don't know what that CJ is. Stroud patches, what does that mean? Josh Allen, Herbie, uh, I, get, I think they're cards, like a one of one. Do you want to try to grab one? Yeah, I mean, I, I can try to find another one. Are there different different ones of those things? What, what do you call them? Is this like a live Auction stream TikTok thing? Yeah, they're all they're all breaks, and they're all live. TikTok live interacting with others, Christmas vacation older. They all have music to them. Okay, autographed jersey series break two. All right, here we go. Now we're playing. Okay, so you can pick a division on this one, but there's only two down of the. Is it NFL division? Yeah. Okay. NFC. Thirty bucks. Do you want to? So if you get any team in the division, you get the jersey. Yeah, I got. I got ten. Bucks. I got ten on it. You want in? Let's do it. But that's four. That's forty. We would need to go. Oh, Mike, are you in or no? I'll be in. Fifty. Let's do two. Can you do two? Yeah, so 20 bucks from everybody. Yeah. Okay. 20, 40, 60, two breaks. 80, 100. We're still, it's like 25 bucks for everybody. Right. Okay. okay, I'm going to, which one do you want? So here we have NFC South, NFC North, NFC East. NFC East, go yep. for it. Okay, let me buy that one. Then you want to AFC East. Hold on. Let me buy this real quick. Boom, this one's bought. Yeah, I got you, buddy. Let them know. Change it. Okay. NFC East. We're letting you know. Come on. Buy the other one here. Micah Parsons jersey. <laughs> Which one do you want? There's AFC West. No, there's no AFC East. Dang. There's AFC North, AFC West, AFC South, NFC North, and NFC South. AFC North. You picked the last one, Eddie. Yeah, I'm just looking. I'm just looking. Better hurry, though. What do you guys want? South. What did you say? You say NFC South is in there? NFC South. Yeah. Yeah? I don't right. want the AFC North. I know that. NFC South? Really? Well, okay. what are the other ones again? NFC North? That could be cool. Yeah. North's pretty good. Okay. 
NFC North. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You're looking at Vikings, Bears, Packers, Justin Lions. Justin Jefferson. Hold on, hold on. Off of the uh, single jersey break, the NFC East is going to uh, Mr. Bobby. Mr. We didn't Bobby win. No, no. We didn't win, guys. He said Mr. Bobby. He's telling me who's what I have. Break. Oh. He's telling me I, we didn't win. He opens it, <laughs> but I have that one. We have that one under my name, and then we have the one we just buy. Hey, my heart. Thank you very much, Mr. Bobby. No problem. Anytime. Yeah. So then they listen to music until everybody fills it up. And sometimes it takes forever. Hey, that's the they cranberries. Are fighting. But that's not the cranberries singing. In your no. hair. Uh-oh. Did you get a call? Ignore no. it. I got a. I did get a call. I had it over a minute ago. <laughs> Says something like 911 emergency. Oh, no, no, no. Don't worry about that. We'll take care of that later. Okay. Let's see how many are left. And we can move on. It. So it's one. He's going to open one jersey and that's it. And there are still four. Three. Four. We got the NFC North, too. And the others are open. Okay, I'm going to turn it down until we... Okay. Until they get closer to breaking it. All right. We so, are fighting. So that's what you do, and then you watch, and you go, I hope I win, and then you get a freaking jersey from a backup center. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. I got Mike Singletary and Jamar Chase. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. So... That's what I did this weekend. And I just got to notice that something has landed at the house. I think it's that, that helmet, Ooh. that first helmet. Um, I got to stop, though, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have so much crap, and I don't even want it. <laughs> it's just fun to do. Yeah, I know. I know. Like, I'm going to wear this stuff to work. You start thinking, like, <laughs> what am I going to do with this thing? Gonna, <laughs> yes. If I show up in a Jamar Chase jersey and I'm wearing it, it's probably signed. That's legit, though. A Warren Moon helmet. That's legit, though. That's the <laughs> yeah. one that's super legit. Like, what am I going to do with a Mike Singletary jersey, though? Because I'm not going to frame it. Right. You know? But that is that's cool. Yeah. BYU students were asked to remove their T-shirts that read "Horns Down." This was so Come stupid. On, guys. Come on. Over on kind of the baseline, right behind the goal, kind of the right of it, they wore white T-shirts. H on one, O on another, R all the way horns down. And then at the first time out, they went and had them change their shirts. Come on. So dumb. Tech. I, whomever's doing this, not sure who told them to do so. However, it could have been BYU. It could have been Texas telling BYU. It's going to be real bad for Texas because everybody's yeah. – they're going into the SEC now where they're not King Dingling anymore. And people are going to be like, we do not care what you want. They'll do horns out night at an arena where they make one big H in this section, one big O in this section, one big R. So it's not a good look for Texas. Yeah, you got to hope it's not them. But it doesn't, it doesn't even matter I, yeah. because it was them when the coach the did it. One. And that's what's made all this happen. If I were Texas, that's a compliment. I've said it before. They, they're taking your gesture and using it against you. That means they have to know your gesture. That means it's in their brain. It's in their consciousness. How many gestures do you know? Only a few. And my five-year-old now thinks horns down is just boo everyone. He horns down every team. Doesn't matter what team it is. <laughs> Maybe he's just saying down with the devil. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that's what he's saying too. Uh, let's see where we are on this. Come on. Come on, baby. I need this. Well, I need, I need this. this. <laughs> What are we gonna do if we? Oh, we, what are we gonna do if we win it though? Maybe we cut it hey. into five pieces. Hey, man, <laughs> there's still four things left. We hang it up on your desk when we do the show. <laughs> All right. Still four left. See okay. You like four spots to fill. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go, let's go. Got three divisions down in the single jersey break. Three. We have the NFC South left, and then all four of the AFC. I mean, Eddie's hey, want to buy another one to get it moving. I mean, Dude, don't do that. I'm telling you, speed this up. it's a trap. It's a trap. All right, moving on. Uh, Chiefs 49ers Super Bowl. We know that. Uh, People say they like the halftime show. Oh, no, they don't. Nobody likes halftime show. It doesn't matter who it is. More, more people complain than anything. What halftime show? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch that. Usher this year. Pretty cool. Um, all right. We'll see. Hold on. 30 minutes yet. I got you for that, sir. You can talk to him, Bose? I can, t- I can type a message oh, in. Gotcha. 
join the live right now. <laughs> I wonder if they let me just keep there. He's uh, request to join as a guest. <laughs> yeah, what, <laughs> what, si- what side is it? And you're on the show. Congratulations. It's JDKS. Hold on, hold on. Uh, please let me know. TikTok? Guys, yeah. Uh, Whoa, whoa. JD. They so say we're doing. JD KS Breaks? Yeah. Okay. With a Z on it? Oh, no. Um, yep. Only 13 people. We're doing our show live. <laughs> All right. You want a reason to. We got five divisions left. Five divisions left. Left. I've never gone on the live before. Three. Only four left, dude. Okay. Wait, let's do this. Let's do this from DraftKings. Mm. We'll come back. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet five bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code BOBBYSPORTS. New customers can bet just 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook. With the code BOBBYSPORTS, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help's available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, we're back. We're going to talk with Jim Edmonds. Uh, We're still waiting on this break. Hopefully, when this is over. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, let's talk with Jim Edmonds. Jim won the 2006 World Series to the Cardinals. Is a color analyst for the Cardinals TV broadcast. Gold glove. Dude's awesome. He's been working on a project and released a new helmet called Light Helmets. And we asked him about the project. And so he hopped on to talk with us. You can follow him on Instagram at Jim Edmonds15. And uh, here he is, Jim Edmonds. Were you a good football player? Were you like all around athlete? Yeah, I played a lot of uh, soccer, football, and uh, baseball. What what position did you play in football? Quarterback. I played a little bit of free safety when we had a lead that I didn't have to play quarterback. And then I kicked off, I punted, I kicked field goals. 
So um, you were just the best athlete that they just put you everywhere that had the ball. Yeah, the I mean, you know what? Growing up playing soccer and stuff, um, it helped a lot with kicking. And then, um, you know, I played a little bit of basketball. I wasn't a fan of basketball. I, you know what's really funny is, to me, my one of my littlest one is like six. He plays a little bit of basketball, but seems super fast when I was a kid. Like, you get the ball and everyone's in your face. And it was, I don't know why, you can create more space during soccer. So I kind of just stayed with soccer and football and baseball. I guess basketball is fast you're either good at basketball i just feel like you're faster i just feel like you're you're like you that was you you were that dude i think i never played it growing up really so when i tried to play it it just you know the game was super fast and it's not like you have a big learning curve in basketball it's like they're on you in a hurry so i don't know i just i i like the sport as i got older but when i tried to play when i was younger i was plus i played soccer indoor soccer football and I was fouling out all the time. <laughs> it's almost February, so uh, baseball about to kick up. Pitchers, catchers, everybody slowly um, gets back in the mix. Is this a time of year that most of the guys look forward to, or is this a time of year where they're like, oh, God, here we go again? No, I think, you know, the further you get into, like, now, January, you're like, let's get started. Um, you know, you're tired of working out at home. I used to leave early every year. We, You know, it's uh, spring training starts later and later uh, I think it starts later than it used to. I remember starting in the first or second week of February. And now usually it's like Valentine's Day, right? It's almost like they do it on purpose. But uh, <laughs> um, I used to go like February 1st to Arizona when I was with the Angels just because of the weather. It was warmer. Uh, a lot of guys would go early, get a good workout on the field. Coaches were there. Um, and I just, you know, it's like after you work out at home, you know, it's like enough enough practice. I want to get out on the field and, and start to get after it. How do you feel about 162 games and possibly lowering total games? Um, I, I don't think, I mean, 162 is a lot. I think that 145 is a lot. I think the minor league schedule is in the 140-something range. And that was the old school number. So I think that uh, that's still a lot. But, um, you know, you, you don't have the window that you have in other sports because you have to play in the good weather. So, you know, football and all the other sports that are inside, you can kind of get a little bit of a, of a break, but you don't want to play in the cold. And, you know, that's as far as you can stretch it. It's so hard to stay invested as, listen, as a baseball fan and you as a, as a former player, it's, but it's so hard to stay invested for 162 because it's yeah. just – so where, where it's easy for me to stay invested in the NFL, it's a bit easier for me to stay invested in the NBA, although they're playing almost 100 games. So, you know, that they play 80 now, too. Yeah. yeah. So that definitely is up there. But, they're you know, playing a couple nights a week. But the 162, it just seems like it's so difficult for me to stay constantly involved, even as more than just a moderate fan. And I think that's probably what's the separation in American sports and why baseball has kind of taken a slight backseat to football and basketball. What do you think about that? I think you're right. I think it's even harder on the players to stay focused for the whole, uh, you know, six months. You're talking about 162 games in 180 days. So you're basically, you know, if you're getting two days off a month, I think the schedule's a little bit better now. But back when I played, if you're getting two days off a month, that's a lot. Sometimes you go six weeks or five weeks without a schedule uh, break. And if you do, those are sometimes traveling across the country in the plane for four or five hours. So that's not much of a, a break. And uh, yeah, I, I actually, you're, you're the first person that ever said that. And, and it makes a lot of sense because um, you know what you're talking about with sports. I you know follow you on Instagram and obviously listen to your show. And you do get around and you see all the different things and you put yourself out there with going to different colleges and stuff. But that makes a lot of sense. It is hard to stay invested. Um, you have to be a diehard man to watch half of the games i would think and i always find it interesting if i don't pay attention for a couple of days i'm like wow how'd they get from la to chicago <laughs> to washington dc in the last four days like what just happened right so, yeah it's definitely different you have a falcons helmet behind you i think is that a, yeah is, is that, are you a falcons fan no that's a prototype actually of the the, the company that uh, i bought a few years ago um i saw that so on I, your instagram with the, so what are you because you're trying to make helmets safer or you are making helmets safer what exactly are you doing well, I bought a company that was um, started by Bill Simpson. Bill Simpson's one of the guys. He's one of the race pioneers uh, for for auto racing. He's responsible for over 200 safety um, devices and and barriers and things around the car and the helmet and all of the auto racing. And he started this company with the idea of making race helmets, and then he tried to go into football. And I don't think he really 
kind of had the angle to get into football. So he and a friend of mine uh, that raced knew each other. And then about five of us got together and bought the company from him, I think in 19. And as soon as we started to turn it around, we hit COVID. So we kind of took a back seat for a while. And then um, after COVID, we started ramping up a little bit. And uh, now what we have is a finished product. And now we have all of our safety ratings from Virginia Tech. Uh, we got five-star safety ratings. It's the highest you can get. Virginia Tech is the most important safety um, system in all of the NFL, all of high school, everything. And then um, the NFL, now we're in, we're actually in 18 locker rooms as of this week. Um, that wow. means that we're there. We got in a little late this last year, so guys had the option of trying it, but it's hard to get people to switch over in the middle of a year. So next year it'll be an option and pretty much almost every locker room in the NFL. And now I'm just trying to get um, people aware of it because I think it's actually more of a safety device for the younger kids and for the high school kids, because um, what we did is basically just same helmet as everyone else has, but it's lighter. And you can see on the inside here, this is the stuff that they use in, in, in racing helmets. It's a beaded um, concoction basically. Um, and uh, so this helmet, for example, Bobby, is a kid's helmet. It's three pounds. It's that every light? Other, ev yeah. Every other kid's helmet out there right now weighs from five to six pounds. So imagine if you had a seven, eight-year-old son, 10-year-old son, and he had a six-pound, five-pound helmet on, and then you gave him a three-pound helmet on, how much of an advantage he would have, not to mention this is just as safe, if not safer, as this stuff is made out of composite um, one of it's made out of uh, composite, one is made out of poly, and then the NFL helmets are actually made out of nylon. But it's some of the stuff we got from the from the military. It's the stuff they're making all their helmets out of now. Um, but a lot of the kids get a lot of concussions and whiplash because their heads are so light and so small and their shoulder pads are so big that they get a lot of head whip. And that creates a lot of damage for the younger kids and including the high school kids too. NFL, not so much. Um, but we made a safer helmet for them too. And our helmet in the NFL right now is uh, on the heavy side, it's four pounds. Most NFL helmets are five and a half, six pounds, 6.2 pounds. So we're just trying to, um, you know, really try to um, reduce concussions right now. And that's something I played with, something I've had since high school playing football, something I got in playing baseball. And I just kind of took a huge interest in it and I love it now. And it's, I'm kind of obsessed with it. It's kind of my life right now. So if a, like parents are listening to this, obviously, and their kids play like Pop Warner or just youth yeah. football, can you buy your helmet from a place? Like, can you just go and order one and then have it made to whatever the team is? Yeah, you will do all the painting and stuff, but you can get them at Dick's. You can get them at a couple of like uh, a couple of different places. But to be honest with you, going on our website at lighthelmets.com, and they will walk you through everything and they'll show you how to measure that you'll they'll get you the choices of colors they'll paint everything for you for for all one price um, if you go on my instagram i have a code in my um in my bio that gives you 15 percent off and it'll give you all the links and all the advertisement to light helmet but i would suggest any any parent that has a young child that plays football to go just look at the website and see what the advantages are see what the um, the press clippings are, what all the safety ratings are now, and just check it out and do some research because uh, it was interesting. I was talking to someone and everyone's back, you know, goes back and says, well, we're happy with the good old fashioned, you know, helmets that we, you know, that we know about. And I said, well, cars are changing too. You know, cars are getting lighter, faster and safer. Well, now helmets are getting lighter and safer and we're going to be the reason behind it. When you were playing ball, did you have the double ears or single? You know, because uh, you know, some of the guys would make so, if they, especially if they switch hit, they'd have both sides yeah. covered. What was your baseball helmet? What was your uh, uh, preference then? You had to wear a double ear flap until you got to the big leagues, and that was it. So always the double ear flap until you get to the big leagues. And then the first time you go to big league camp, it feels a little weird. But to go back to a double ear flap, that just. I can think of a few guys that wear them, but kind of like one of my friends and one of the guys I can remember the most, Shane Victorino, was one of the guys that wore the double double ear flap because he was a switch hitter. 
Uh, and he looked like he had a big 10-gallon hat. Yeah, it looks huge. <laughs> yeah, it looks like old Steve Tasker used to play for Buffalo. He had like the two layers of helmets on. Like that's what that's kind of yeah. what, it, what it looked like Too there. Too many concussions. <laughs> Too many concussions. He needed a better helmet. But, you know, a lot of these other companies, it's interesting to see. And, and I hate, and I don't like to talk down about this, but, I was doing, you know, we get all of the concussion reports now that we're involved in the uh, NFLPA and, and all this uh, other information that I'm truly fascinated by because if you – Look into, and by the way, the concussions have gone up 20% in the NFL this year. So it's still an ongoing problem. And that's kind of why I took to a liking of this. I think it's as much important at the NFL level, but I think the the children's level is, you know, this. Uh, there's a governing body that is in control of all of the 14 years and under uh, Pop Warner Leagues and stuff. And they're actually going to mandate in 2025 that helmets are three and a half pounds or lighter. We're the only company in the world right now that can do that. So these other companies are going to have to catch up to us in order to be able to get down to that level. I expect them to try to bargain and and push that back, but we're ready for it. And uh, right now, if I had a kid and if I, all of my friends right now, their kids are starting to wear these. And if I had a child playing football at that age, I would 100% have him wear this. Just the difference in the two pounds is night and day. Can I get the single bar punter look for like just a helmet with a single <laughs> bar? I could wear it while doing the show. You know, there you go. You can wear this one. It's not too bad. Nah, that that face mask is a little too much. I'm talking about one bar, like 1972 <laughs> punter. Like you know, nothing's gonna get in my face. So because I gotta have it to talk and do the show. You know, but it's Joe Theismann had that one bar. Yeah. Man. Same deal. I don't think he had the punter. He bar, didn't though. have the I one think bar. He had a smaller oh, yeah, mask. One, I think he had one bar back in the day, like just <laughs> enough to like keep it from flying off his head. Um, you know, it's in, I had a conversation. There's a kid that plays for Detroit. His name is Jack Fox. He's from here in St. Louis. And I texted him the other day and I said, "Hey, bad timing and all, but just wanted to give you a heads up when you get home. I want to talk to you about this helmet." And he kind of asked me a couple questions. He said, "You know, all the skill position guys are always asking every day, how do we get a lighter helmet?" So it's going to be interesting to see what happens when we get a full year under our belt in the NFL uh, and we get the word out. So I appreciate you having me on because I think this thing is really important. I picture at Virginia Tech when they're doing these tests to see how safe they are, like the old crash test dummies where they put them in cars and crash them into walls. Like what do they do? They put it like on a, on a, like a, a boxing bag and slam it into stuff? Yeah, they do it just like that, but the opposite. They put the helmet on, say, like a phony head with a little – you know, like a little uh, wiggle thing, and they bring in battering rams and basically hit it and then test um, what the impact strike is like, how much the head moves. It was very interesting at one point, I think, that they told us that our helmet is as safe as you can get, but it's a little too light because what happened was when the, the, ram, the battering ram was hitting the helmet, it was moving more because the helmet was light. But then our CEO was like, okay, well, then put a head in there and it won't move as much, and you're now safer. So there's all kinds of, of things that people try to do, especially when you're the new guy on the block. But we'll, we'll stand by it. Um, we had an entire high school in California uh, switch to our helmets in one year. In 2022, they had 17 concussions as a school. In 2023, they had two. So we're pretty happy with that result. Uh, and those are the only two cu- concussions that we've had reported to our company since we started. So I think this is like a big deal. I really do. I'm really into safety for kids. I have kids, um, and that's what kind of drew me to this situation. So um, I'm pretty excited about it. I just hope that we can get some traction next year in the NFL and then get the word out, like I said. Uh, lighthelmets.com, L-I-G-H-T, lighthelmets.com, if you're a parent or an NFL player. Mm. Probably more parents listen than NFL players. <laughs> yeah. A couple NFL yeah, players. Yeah, I don't know. You got a pretty good rating. I think uh, but there's most, a lot more people listening than you think. Mostly parents. Baker Mayfield listens. I'm big, we're big Baker guys. Big Baker guys. Big Baker guys here. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big Mayfield fan. He's a good player. Hey, are you back on the on the broadcast team again this year? Yeah. You looking I don't forward have to that? dates exactly, but yeah, I'll probably do anywhere between 50 and 60 games this year with the Cardinals. Travel a little bit. Um, I had a little accident, so I might have to have knee surgery here in the next couple of weeks. But other than that, good to go. And I'm excited for baseball. I think there's no way that this Cardinal team can be as bad as last year. So we're pretty excited around here because, uh, um, 
they're going to be good again, I think, this year. Let me ask you a selfish question then. Uh, Craig Council, do you play with them? Do you know him from playing back in the day? And, and what do you think he's going to do with that Cubs franchise, that Cubs team? Yeah, I played with him. I played against him for our basically our whole career. I talked, I talked to him, you know, when he was managing. I, I thought it was an interesting situation, the whole deal. I thought that, you know, what they had before was doing great. I thought Craig was very happy in, uh, in Milwaukee. He lives in Milwaukee. Um, I'm actually shocked that he went – to Chicago, but then I love that what he said was, you know, he's doing it for everyone. He's kind of now a trendsetter to get the managers more money, which I think is a great deal that he kind of put it on everyone and not just himself. I think he's a good manager. I think everyone loves him. I think he's no nonsense. He's very mild. Uh, you see him when you watch TV. He's just kind of very humble in the dugout. Doesn't really get too riled up, and when he does, he's he's straight to the point. Um, I think he's going to do a good job with the Cubs. If they're going to spend money and go after players, then he's going to be better sooner. But if he's going to have to develop, it's going to take him a few years. Does the manager have the same just control as the manager did 10 years ago, meaning isn't so much of it analytics? I think it's going back to um, baseball. I think the analytics have now been proven that it's almost too much information and the information that they are consumed with is the wrong information you know you got you know the whole launch and the whole bat speed and the launch angle and all that that's great right that is going to create home runs but you can't take craig council so to speak you remember that batting stance that he had with way up here uh you can't go and teach him to try to hit home runs you still have to tab players and their individual personalities and it's not robots you know and everybody can't be a radio announcer. Everybody can't be a baseball player. And if you are that person, you got to be yourself. And so I think they're starting to throw away the analytics and just take bits and pieces of what's really important as far as how to get players better and get away from, we all need to do it this way. That means I got a chance. If analytics are gone, I still got some room. <laughs> you got a chance. I don't know. I've seen you play basketball lately, football. <laughs> you only see the, the greatest hits, though. We only put the good ones up. Uh, lighthelmets.com. Oh, You're putting yourself out there. Uh, L-I-G-H-T, lighthelmets.com. Jim Edmonds. Jim, good to talk to you, buddy. Hope to uh, hope to talk to you again real soon. And congratulations on the company uh, starting to really expand. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me again. And uh, like I said, big fan. Can't wait to hear you tomorrow. All right, Jim. See you, buddy. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. <laughs> All right, we're back before we end. I'm going to ask him to see his face. Dude, that's creepy. <laughs> and I'm going to ask him to see his face. Uh, <laughs> <toes. laughs> 
Well, three doors down. Yeah, I like it. Not so, so what's on the screen there? They look like baseball cards. That's some kind of box that he would open in a break, but I'm not sure which one that is. It's a football player, dude. Okay. Well, no, I know. Product it's ready. Yeah. What's up, man? Who? Producer Eddie. He say that? What's up, baby? Walter Payton. Right, we just played the Walter Payton jersey. <laughs> Payton jersey. All right. Well, you want to do the end of the show now? Read. And then we'll just come back whenever they finally break it? Yeah. If they ever... <laughs> said all righty. I can't guarantee it's it's a blind a blind break. So I don't know what's in these uh, boxes. They come sealed, and I don't open them till. Uh, yeah, I just do what they tell me. Is that true, though? No, it's time to break it. I watch them cut them, but I mean, I'm sure you can break I mean, you can buy a sealer. Yeah. I think they'd stop sending them to you, though, if they oh, found out you were cheating. All right. Oh, really? Okay. End of the show. Um, I just want to say, got to be the man, you got to beat the man. Yeah, that's good, man. Go Chiefs. Might as well say that. Um, hopefully, next time we do this show, I have a helmet or two up here. Oh, that'd be amazing. And hopefully, we got a jersey here. Yeah. Um, anything you guys want to say? Uh, no, man. All right. Just, you just want to yeah. go and watch this? Go Chiefs. <laughs> if, we, if they break it, we'll come back and just hit record, okay? All right, we'll see you guys. Uh, Eddie, blow the whistle. Oh, yeah, here we go. It's coming. See, but this is, you take forever watching this thing. That's what I, I, I know, I got distracted. Oh. I know. All right, we'll see you guys next time or in a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go. So this is going to uh, motion making AFC East. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.